Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Anatomy and Physiology On The Go podcast, a podcast intended to provide you with brief, important, big picture ideas and concepts in the realm of human anatomy and physiology. I'm your host, Gilda Harris, and I'm a professor at St. Philip's College in San Antonio, Texas. If you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you're made aware of all the newest content that I create. Without further ado, let's get on to the next episode. Today's episode of the Anatomy and Physiology On The Go podcast will start a multi-part series about skeletal system. The skeletal system consists of bones of the skeleton as well as cartilages, ligaments, and other connective tissues that hold everything together. The primary functions of the skeletal system are to provide support as a frame for our body storing minerals and lipids, producing blood cells, protecting us from injury and helping us provide leverage for movement and lifting. Recall that there are four major tissues in the human body. These tissues are muscular, nervous, epithelial, and connective tissue. Bone is a type of connective tissue. The human adult skeleton is made up of about 206 bones. These bones can have a variety of shapes and sizes. Bone shapes include sutural, irregular, short, flat, long, and sesamoid. Sutural bones are flat and small oddly shaped bones that are found between the larger flat bones of the skull. They have abnormal edges that fit together like pieces of a jigsaw puzzle. Irregular bones have complex shapes that don't really fit into other categories. The bone of the spine, the bone of the pelvis, and some of the bones of the skull are categorized as irregular. Short bones are box-like in appearance and include the carpal bones of the wrist and tarsal bones of the ankle. Flat bones have thin, parallel surfaces. Flat bones form the roof of the skull, the breastbone, the ribs, and the shoulder blades. These flat bones have an extensive surface area for the attachment of the skeletal muscle. Long bones are typical bones that you think of when you think of the bone shape. They have narrow shaft with expansion on either ends. The long bones of your body are your arm bones, your forearm bones, your thigh bones, your leg bones, the bones of your palms and soles, and your fingers and toes. The femur, which is long bone in your thigh, is the longest and heaviest bone in your body. The final shape of the bone that we'll talk about is the sesamoid bone. Sesamoid bones are usually round, small, and flat. The patella or the kneecap is known as a sesamoid bone. Some people have sesamoid bones in their hands and feet. I'd like to focus briefly on the structure of long and flat bones as these two bone shapes make up over 60% of your skeleton. You have 90 long bones and 36 flat bones. Long bones have a thin shaft called a diaphysis which has a wall of dense compact bone and an inner medullary cavity of spongy bone that contains bone marrow and lots of blood vessels. The epiphysis is the widened part at each end that is mostly trabeculated spongy bone. The metaphysis, which is an area where the diaphysis and the epiphysis meet. Crutches are a type of durable medical equipment. I remember the structure of the long bone via the acronym DME. Diaphysis in the middle, then metaphysis at the junction, and finally epiphysis at the end. DME as durable medical equipment. Flat bones are a little different from long bones, but are composed of essentially the same structures. Flat bones 
have two parallel layers of compact bone on the outside with an inner layer of spongy bone. You can think of it like a cheese sandwich. The two pieces of the bread are the compact bone while the cheese in the middle is the spongy bone. People who study anatomy love to use food analogies. These are the two types of bones, compact and spongy. Compact bone is dense and solid and provides strength and protection. Spongy bone has a porous structure and contributes to shock absorption via its ability to flex as well as reducing the overall weight of the bone. The spongy bone holds the bone marrow which has the stem cells that eventually mature into a number of different blood cells. This concludes our discussion of the shape and basic structure of bone. In the next episode, we will discuss the bone matrix and bone cells. As always, please subscribe, like, and comment and share these episodes so that they continue being produced.